Welcome to the My Town Travels podcast, the only podcast dedicated to travel, culture, and lifestyle from a small town perspective, bringing you stories, destinations, and tips from interesting and well-seasoned travelers, influencers, and more, and me, your host, Christy Burns. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us on the My Town Travels podcast. Today, I am here in a beautiful space that we're going to talk about with Nicole Mitchell, who is the owner of Manchester Hill Winery here in Tarleton, Ohio, which is near a lot of small towns that we've talked about, Circleville and Amanda and Lancaster. And thank you so much for being here today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. You're a world traveler, and we're going to talk about Pickaway County tourism because you're on the board for that. That and you do all the events you're their events chair and there are just so many things that you do your husband's the council president you're like the small town mama <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about Manchester Hill I mean what was your your vision and your passion for starting this small town winery and just kind of where how did you get here oh god um circuitous route friends and family um, i'm originally from upstate new york i've uh, traveled a lot um, around the united states in my previous life um, and also overseas but one thing um i always liked the small towns i grew up in a small town i like knowing our neighbors i like the countryside i like being outside so um i didn't move here until 2013 um, the winery um, started to about 2011, 2012. And when Patrick and I got together, it was, uh, he hates it when I say this, uh, it was more of a hobby. We both had other jobs. Sure. I was running when I moved here um, from California. I was living in California for a time. I was a professor at San Francisco State for a number of years. Now there's another thing to add here to <laughs> the, the things that you've done. <laughs> uh, when I moved here, I started um, the Mitchell House. My last name is Mitchell, right? I started the Mitchell House Airbnb, stopped my career of 25 years in theater, but I still We'll get my fix in here and there and we can talk about that and when Patrick and I met and came out here I'm like god we can really take this off we can really do something with us and uh, his background is environmental science he's an environmental scientist my background is theater for over 25 years so I'm like we've got the hospitality and we have the brains let's see what we, we can do with this yeah so we really uh, quit our day jobs stopped the B&B stopped um, his doing his consulting and put all our eggs in one basket basket and here we are so he makes it and I drink it so it's a happy <laughs> marriage um, we are definitely we are we are a team but I'm the front I'm front of the house um, do all the bookings for events and that's how I get my fix in for my the from my past theater life but uh, we have a great team here and it's just a passion for what we do um, it's a labor of love is making wine and, and where yeah where did that come from how did you decide that wine making was what you wanted to do with well this property? well it had, uh, we'd already talked about we already had started making wine and we're like okay we got some wine we uh, got grapes from Washington and from California and I looked at Patrick and I said, my, my awesome winemaker, why are we getting grapes from Washington and California? Why don't we do it here in Ohio? Ohio is the sixth largest grape uh, producer in the country, believe it or not. I just learned this. Actually, a good friend of mine is a wine ambassador mm -hmm. who's been on the, on the podcast. And she told me all the stats on Ohio winemaking that just 
blew my mind. It's <laughs> unbelievable because you don't think of us Ohio so high, you know, as um, a big wine industry, a grape growing industry. Mm -hmm. So um, I just loved it. I've always loved wine, grew up with, you know, grew up with wine. And I'm not the scientist. He is. So, you know, um, I've, I'm the I'm the brawn. He's the brain here. <laughs> um, but um, so we looked at this and I'm like, what can we what can we do? So once um, he's like, you really want to do all this? You want to get in this and dive in? I said, absolutely. Let's let's do this. Let's yeah. do this. So you see over here um, this row of vines when you pulled in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if you heard me talk about it at the uh, ladies who lead event, which is an awesome event. That's row one. That's the first row that we ever planted right there. I harvest that sure. vine, vine um, those vines, I should say, every year myself. Um, that gave me uh, last year 550 vines. So it is a passion. It's definitely a labor of love. And I love um, harvesting that one row, row one, um, because my husband uh, planted that for me um, to see what we could do around here. And since that row one, now we have 700 vines here wow. and, and growing and growing. But I love harvesting. I love doing the wine work. I work side by side with my husband, and but again, he's the scientist. He does all the analysis. I'm just, you know, I call myself the owner in quality control. Yeah. <laughs> owner is boring. Quality control is the more fun part, right? <clears throat> but I'm still trying to convince him he's not buying it. So you open a bottle of, say, Row One, my favorite wine here. The first glass in the bottle may not be the same you know, may not taste the same as the last glass in the bottle. And it is my due diligence to go through that bottle of wine and make sure it's consistent. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you're pointing out, just so our listeners know, we're actually sitting outside today. Um, it's a beautiful spring day before some rain comes in. Yeah. So we're, we're enjoying the sun right, right outside the winery. And you're pointing out where the vines are. So beautiful setting. I just love it. Just to finish up on um, row one. Um, why I love harvesting that, and I always want to harvest this, uh, that vine, these vines by myself, um, is one, because my husband planted it for me, because I love a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, <laughs> even though it's not Sauvignon Blanc, it's a hybrid, because that won't grow here in Ohio. Um, but when I'm doing it, I'm really harvesting the fruit, right, of our labor. Yeah. You know, it's holding the cluster of grapes in my hand and looking at it and being like, my husband's going to turn you into a beautiful wine, right? Um, it's a team effort, but just holding that in my hand, it gives me, um, it makes me happy. It makes me happy of like, this is what we've created. This is what we have done. This is what I have done. Yeah. And picking these grapes and seeing, filling those bucket buckets, the, um, those tubs and seeing it all accumulate and just holding it in my hands being like, this is life. This is literally life. This is, you know, fruit of the labor. Um, absolutely love it and yeah. then I like love it even better um you know when uh, it's made into wine but they're great grapes they stand on their own right <laughs> right so we just took a quick break because somebody had come in to talk to you and you started telling me that that's like a perfect example the here is a perfect of, example of why you love living here right <laughs> this is a perfect example so sorry about that we no. got um, interrupted so um who I'm what that is, she says we're like mother, yeah. like mother, daughter. Her her name is Deb. She lives down the road. And how I first met her is moving here in Circleville. I needed my nails done, so I just walked in. <laughs> I walked in here, and uh, she did my nails. And this was back in 2015. Moved here in 2013, 2015. And uh, 
our relationship just grew and then she became a customer here and then she became a friend and then she retired from the salon but she still cuts my um son's and husband's hair oh. and now um we are more broke and so um she had hers for sale and so we bought it off for her and we need someone to mow the lawn so my husband can be pruning the vine so there she is. There's my love other mom. There's my it. other mom coming here and mowing our lawn on the on the mower that we bought for them. That's so great. <laughs> we have a lot of relationships like that, and we lo- love it. That's Absolutely. wonderful. Well, and that's why people love listening to the show because they want to hear about small town life, but small town life in a way that. It, it makes sense, not just for tourism, it also makes sense for the people that live here. I, people love listening because they want to hear that small town life is, you have a lot of practicalities here as well. It's not like you're out in the sticks somewhere and, you mm-hmm. know, it's just so funny. Some people, they really love and latch on to small town life and others think that, you know, come from the city, just think that it's the hardest thing. You, you can't get the things mm-hmm. that you need. It's just not that way anymore. You know, I mean, between shipping and online things, I mean, you can really have the best of both worlds. You, you really can. You don't have to choose anymore. My Town could not be bringing you our wonderful travel content without our generous sponsors. We invite you to take a quick break with us and hear some great destinations that are supporting the My Town Travels podcast. You're invited to experience Tuscarawas County, Ohio. Whether you're enjoying the rolling hills of Amish country, strolling through our historic villages, or exploring our one-of-a-kind museums and attractions, we're sure you'll discover why visitors keep coming back time after time. Conveniently located along I-77 in Northeast Ohio, Tuscross County is just a short drive from Cleveland, Pittsburgh, or Columbus. And be sure to check out our all-new Destination Learning Magazine, the perfect guide for virtual and homeschooling families. Visit TravelTusk.com, that's TravelTusc.com to learn more. Yeah, so tell me about your work at Pickaway County Visitors Bureau, and you're doing the all the events for them, and you're <laughs> the vice president, and there's a lot of great things going there on at Pickaway County. There is a lot County, of great so things going tell on. Tell us why this is a great destination yeah, to it's, visit. it's a fantastic destination. Well, one of the things that I did when, um, again, being from a small town and moving to a small town, um, I started... Um, I've always been a little bit of an entrepreneur and leader, um, and uh, I get it from the strong women in my family. When I moved here, I started the Mitchell House Bed and Breakfast, and I'm like, how can I promote this? How can I get it out to the community? Because I also wanted this event center to hold different events. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go down to the Visitors Bureau. What can I do? What can I do to get involved in the community? I went to... uh, Kiwanis. Uh, I went to um, the Downtown Business Association. I went to the Chamber. How do I get involved and how do I make a difference in this wonderful community? How can I add to it? How can I enhance it? So I've been with the Visitors Bureau um, volunteering since basically the day I moved here in 2013. 15, I actually joined the board and just moving along and stuck with it all these years and with the Downtown Business Association and with the Chamber. Uh, and now um, I am vice president, and uh, we used to do hold events, and over the years they kind of slacked off, and then completely, you know, had a really hard time during during COVID. Oh yeah. 
And so I said, we need to get some events back here. How are we going to do that? And they're like, okay, you tell us, Nicole. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's brainstorm about this. Now, my background is in, in theater for doing for 25 years, so I have some entertainment experience. And I'm like, let's do something here in the county to get people out and around. And I kind of came up with the idea during COVID um, about doing parks and outside for that social distancing. Okay. Right. And so then what I did last year and we're doing again this year is second Sunday music series, which is fantastic. So what we're doing is we're featuring three different parks and three different bands paired together at these parks and having a family fun community event. And so these, this is called Second Sunday Music Series. So we're doing it June, July, and August. We are doing things like um, I'm having a glass blower. We're having the band there, face painter, um, a balloon twister. Besides the, you know, besides the bands, uh, kids' activities. Yeah. And I picked these parks um, last year and this year are parks that are up and coming or have new development, like Canal Park in, Cir- in, in Circleville. That's doing the uh, upgrade, the towpath, the Ted Lewis Park that uh, you know has the pa- playground and the new pavilion. So I'm a kids band there, um, and so that's the thought behind it is getting people out and experiencing the hidden gems at Pickway County because there is so many. And are all these events going to be on your website too? So you're going to find them. You're going to find them on our website. The best place to go to is um, the Pickaway County Visitors Bureau. Okay. Um, and you can see right there on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can get their app, and you can see all all the great things that are happening in Pickaway County, both inside and out, and all the great organizations that are working together. There's just a lot to do, and there's a lot to promote, and I think a lot of times Pickaway County is a hidden gem, mm-hmm. and really trying to feature our, um, with the Second Sunday Music Series, is really trying to feature our park systems and get people out. Yeah. And not just only boosting the local economy, but get the getting them out and having them bring their family and their friends and experience the fresh air and meeting up with other people in community yeah, um, locally or regionally like, you can right. come for the day you can come overnight and it's free it's absolutely free. it's absolutely free um at these events i have um i do have uh food trucks so there's food, food options available but people can bring their picnics bring their own food one at um let's see oh, i'm doing one at deer creek they have their new beach out there right oh. it's fantastic it's fantastic this beach and they've just renovated this beach so what I'm having is a band Acoustic Horizon I'm having them play Beach Boy music out there oh that's gonna be so fun so when you pull in the parking lot you're gonna see here this Beach Boy music come to that one. <laughs> and you're gonna see uh, the new beach right there and so the kids will be playing and they just built a new playground right there too so that's all gonna be f- featured right there but each one of these locations we're gonna have food trucks some shaved ice um, some adult beverages at a couple of them and um, no, that that's fantastic. So, and these events, they're completely free. Everything the, that you said to get in, yeah, they're no absolutely free fee. to the public. Yep, you just bring yourself and a and a blanket, but we still have picnic tables and everything. And it's like I said, family friend, friendly, um, kids activities, and all that. Okay, 
So we have talked about a lot of different things in Pickaway County and um, like talking about the crossroads of where your location is. So you can also hit Fairfield County and Tarleton and lots of really cute little things right here where you're located too. But you're also a world traveler. Mm -hmm. You have this awesome theater background that you were doing for 25 years and mm -hmm. took you all over. So tell me as a small town lover, like what are some of the, the things that you've picked up or a few of your favorite places that you've traveled? Um, so within the United States or abroad or it doesn't... It can be either if it's got a small town feel. I mean, we pretty much focus on U.S. right now, mm -hmm. but our goal is long term for my town or to go abroad. So All right. whatever you think is... Um, I mean, what's your favorites? Um, let's see. So I've traveled everywhere in the U.S. except for Alaska. I've hit every single state. Um, so I was in theater for 25 years and... I toured in the United States for about five years in musical theater. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite because it's all beautiful. Of course, I'm from upstate New York, so I love, you know, I love upstate New York and uh, New England region because I'm used to the rich, beautiful, lush. But I also lived in California um, for six years and was a professor there and did theater there. So I love that. I love the culture there. Um, so... I don't, it's hard for me to pick a, a particular place because I believe every state and every community has something unique to that state or community or region or county um, that, makes it, that makes it special. So I love to travel to places um, I haven't been before. When my husband and I uh, travel, I'm like, it's not like we're spinning the globe and putting our finger down, but it's very similar to that. Let's go somewhere we haven't gone before and see what that's, you know, and see what that's all about. Um, traveling abroad in the UK and Europe, um, I mean, it's different cultures, different, you know, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I toured in Ireland. I toured in Scotland uh, with theater. And it's funny, is it's, it's a different culture but it's the same kind of environment that 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 um, small town feel to it. Mm -hmm. And once you're in those small towns, whether it be in Scotland or or in Ireland, you still get that sense of you still get that sense of community. Mm -hmm. um, now we love to uh, we love to travel wherever and anywhere we can. We just came from uh, the Dominican Republic, and uh, we were at a resort with his parents there. Now we're not a resort kind of people <laughs> but it's a different it's, yeah, a, it's a different, different it's a different experience his parents don't want to do that so we did that hey if you're traveling I'll do what it, I'll I'll throw caution to I'll throw caution to the wind I agree when you were in California did you where did you live just curious oh uh, yeah like, so um I lived in the Bay Area so I worked at San Francisco State like I said um I lived in um, Berkeley I home owned in Berkeley and then I um, was a freelance production manager and then um, around in the Bay Area. And then um, Oberlin, you've heard of Oberlin College, I'm sure you have, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so in California, there's o Oberlin Dance Collective. It's uh, the largest dance campus in the United States. Oh, wow. Um, there, and uh, I helped build that theater from the ground up. I was headhunted from San Francisco State to start building this theater. So. I got that fantastic opportunity to do that, and it's funny, right after I do that, I move to Ohio, and, you know, Overland's, it seems like, right around the corner. Um, 
But I can tell you some good stories and some bad stories or travel tips if you want any of that. So this is the Truth About Travel series. Okay. So I do need a story of sorts that is your travel truth. Okay. So something that maybe has happened to you or that it's like, you know, people say this, but it's not really true. Okay. <laughs> um, let me think. Okay. So I'll give you two quick ones. When I moved to when I was moving to California, I went to go see Golden uh, Golden State um, Park, and uh, I didn't want to bring my purse with me, right? So I'm with a friend of mine, and we look around, and I'm right, and we're in a wooded parking lot, and I said, I'm just going to put my purse underneath the seat. You know, I'm going to tuck it there. Windows rolled up, doors locked. Went to the conservancy, see the butterflies come back. My window is smashed and my purse is gone. Aww. So come to find out, so come to find out, um, went to local police station. So what people do is they hide in the woods and they watch. And oh. so they, I was being watched. And so when you think you're not being watched, think again. Because I would have never, beautiful sunny day, sunny California, out in the park. Yeah, would have never thought. Never would have thought in a million years that there was someone... In the tree line, watching me put my my purse under the seat, nope. and they broke it in the car and got it. Oh, you know, I know they're doing it to steal, but it's also kind of creepy. It is creepy, like, and <laughs> this it no, it was I was cre I was definitely creeped out, and this is back. Let's see, in like two thousand and nine, like two thousand and two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Gosh, so yeah, like fifteen years ago. Right. So now more recent one I will tell you. Um but I love California. So uh, <laughs> you can't yeah, not, that, not that that's gonna happen. So the, the lesson yeah. I guess the <laughs> lesson is to to be learn is always be aware. Always yeah. be aware of your environment, whether it's a beautiful sunny day or in the you're in the middle of a rainstorm. Just be aware of your environment. Now, my husband and I have been going to Costa Rica. We love Costa Rica. We go to different regions every time. And uh, last year, we went to a more remote area. I don't want to say anything yeah. bad, but um, a more remote area that we hadn't been to, known for its beautiful beaches. Had, again, we've been going for six, seven years. So we know to be careful. Petty thief is a big thing in Costa yeah. Rica. And so what you do when you go into the water... You hang your belongings on a backpack or a bag on a tree so when you're out in the water, you can look back and see if your bag, see that your bag is there, right? Gotcha. So I, um, we got to the beach. My husband wanted to go to the water. I'm like, it's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day. I'm going to run down. I'm going to run down the beach. Just take a quick little jog, splash in the water, and come back. Come back. Go to the bag, not thinking anything of it. On the way out, I'm like, oh, I want to take a picture of the beach, you and the beach. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? So even though my husband was watching from the water, and this is a remote beach, someone came from the tree line, came behind, and just reached their hand in our bag, knew enough to take the phone, and that was it. Oh, man. Didn't take, didn't take anything else. So lesson learned, you know, like I said, whether you're in a beautiful sunny park or beautiful sunny beach, just be aware, unfortunately, of your surroundings. Um, always be careful, petty thieves, because they're they're everywhere. Yeah. So you know, once you know your things are secure, you can soak in that sun and fun even more. You know. So now we're just more we're more cautious. Um, we're just a little bit more cautious. It doesn't 
damper our time at all. No. It doesn't damper our time, but just like putting things in the trunk of the car instead of maybe bringing, you know, bringing yeah. them to the beach. Um, but one thing, um, another thing is when we're here traveling in the United States and we always want to go places we haven't been, we always end up always supporting, always supporting the mom and pop, mm-hmm. always supporting the mom and pop because they've, they've worked for it, right? Yeah. They've worked for it. And uh, I grew up that with that when my, uh, from my grandparents to my, to my parents and my siblings and my family, from my grandfather always shopped local. He started our family law firm and always said, you need to support the ones that are making it happen, that are making it happen. Support the doers, support the doers that are making it happen. And I think that was instilled in me and seeing my grandmother and my mom and myself and being led by strong women um, and then giving back to the community. I can ask for a, a better combination and I can't see myself anywhere else except for here um, making and Drinking wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and as a, as a female entrepreneur and having all this great knowledge, is there any advice that you would give to any of our listeners that are looking to get into the wine business or any, or travel or any mm-hmm. of that, but they're, they're, they want to be an entrepreneur. So in the wine business, number one, do your homework, <laughs> do your homework, decide first if you want the vineyard first or you want the winery first. We did the winery first, like you were saying before. We got grapes from um, California and from Washington. Then we switched to Ohio, um, and now we have 700 vines, and we're, we produce. Um, and, but we also buy grapes from local vineyards. But a lot of people know if they want to get into the wine industry, again, do your research, do your homework, because once you put that vine in the ground, it's a lot of work. It's going to take at least three years before it starts producing grapes for wine. You probably learned that from your ambassador. Yeah. Different than your ambassador friend. It's a long time when you're looking to make an investment. It is a long time. Right. (laughs) And if you have something coming through like a polar vortex that can wipe you out. Um, If you have, you know, anything can happen. We had to mow down a lot of our vines because we put them on root, meaning that the vine um, roots are just going the right in the ground vines like poor soil they don't like a lot of nutrients so we had a lot of our vines dying so die so now our all of our vines are grafted so think about that think about your investment in the wine how much time how much energy and how much do you care about making that wine um, remember i was saying before one thing that sets us apart we bottle ferment cork everything here what wineries will do is realize that's a lot, that's a lot of work and that's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with getting uh, wine from Chile and sweetening it or putting some oak in and saying, you know, and claiming it as your own. Just know that there is a lot of labor that goes into it and a lot of time. It's a long, it's a wait, it's a waiting game. Some people do their vineyard first, have that going and then start the winery. But you got to do your research of which way you want to do and how long you're um, willing to work. Yeah. But that set is being said with any business, right? With any entrepreneurs out there, do your research, do your homework, figure out your demographic. If I have a winery in California, my demographic is a lot different than having a wine winery here in yeah. Tarleton, Ohio. California, you know, the dry wines here in Ohio, if, like I said, if my husband and I made the wines that we like and that you like, we would be out of business. Right. Right. It took me uh, a year to talk my husband into the slushing machine. 
<laughs> right? But I'm like, I, I'm telling you, I said in one weekend that slushy machine will I'll pay for itself. He's like, well, it's kind of kitsch. And I'm like, well, people like that, honey. Yeah, they so do. They <laughs> like it. So what sets us apart with our wine slushy is we don't use a mix. We don't water it down. That is 100% our wine. So that sets us apart. So find things that are going to set you apart. Mm -hmm. Know your demographic. Be willing to take those chances, but also be willing to take that fall. Yeah. And if you have that fall, what's your backup? Yeah. What do you have as a backup? Don't fly by the seat of your pants. No, and that backup <laughs> could be money, friends, family, but have a plan. But have a plan B and be willing to swallow your pride. Yeah. You know, and be hum and be humble and learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And that's what we do. And we're still doing that every day. We're still, we're still learning from our mistakes. Um, started off doing um, music here because I'm like, maybe me people like music. Now I have a rotation of 24 different musicians that play here at the winery every Saturday. All right. Well, here I am. We're growing. Now I'm going to start on Fridays. All right. Be, learn to, um, learn to pivot, um, learn to adapt. Um, that would be my advice. Uh, I'll give you another quick story. So mom and pop, here we are. We're outgrowing ourselves a little bit. I wanted more room for my husband to make more wine. I also want a commercial kitchen because wine now, now we're like winery. People are going to want some food with their wine besides a cheese board, a chicken oh, yeah. board, some um, warmer, hot menu options. So we had a plan. Let's build this building. Okay. We're going to have a new building, a larger tasting room, a commercial kitchen, more room for you to make your wine. Perfect. Let's do this. And then what happens? COVID. <laughs> what are we going to do? I'm like, okay, we can't do that now. Price of uh, lumber, labor, yeah, steel. Crazy. I'm like, we can't do anything. So I'm like, what are we going to do? What am I going to do? I need a commercial kitchen. What am I going to do? I'm going to buy a food truck. And that's going to be my commercial kitchen. So we called around. We called around, and it was uh, just uh, the price was to buy new or to have it um, made or to buy somebody else's was the same. So we bought a food truck. So that's our food truck out there. That is my commercial kitchen. <laughs> so that's it. Be willing to pivot because I, I'm, the building now was going to cost three times of it, three times the cost. So I took a small chunk of it, and I bought a food truck. That food truck doesn't move where people have asked us to, to bring it. That's our commercial kitchen. They're like, when does your food truck, <laughs> truck start back up? When are you going to do this? And we're like, oh, can you bring it to our event? And I'm like, I'm like, no, no that's my commercial <laughs> kitchen until, until we can get back on track to build our new building. And instead of more wine for him to, uh, more places for him to uh, make his wine, you see, we still have some barrels on the porch, but we, um, just built um, or had laid a cement slab, so we're expanding on the back of the building and did another roof. Yeah. You make, you know, fake it till you make it, yeah. right? And then learn <laughs> and learn to pivot and count those, you know, and count those dollars and be aware where your investments are. And also one thing, and I'll say this in closing: your your time is worth money. Mm -hmm. Your time is worth money. Now, I myself been doing this, like I said, since 2013. I have never paid myself. I never pay myself, except for wine, of course. I will pay myself in wine, <laughs> all right? I'm not paying for my wine. But there's going to be a point where you're like, how much do I have to give? 
right? You may have that fire in your belly. You may have that passion, but also be aware, be realistic with your goals mm -hmm. and set those goals at a reasonable bite size um, chunks. Because yeah. I've learned that I've learned that the hard way. Yeah, burnout is real. Burnout is definitely <laughs> very real. Right, very real. <laughs> Remember to breathe and take those vacations and take those moments yeah. and and um, learn from uh, your mistakes. Thank you so much, Nicole. And it was my pleasure. My pleasure. I enjoyed <laughs> it, it very been, much. It's been so wonderful having you. I just, I love your stories and your passion. And I just, I think this is so much good information for our listeners across the board for this as a destination, for Pickaway County as a destination, and also some really great entrepreneurial information that you gave us for listeners that all listen in for those little tidbits too because we talk to a lot of small town business owners mm -hmm. and, and there's just such great information there so tell us how we can get a hold of you how we can get a hold of pickaway county and other, any other little tidbits we might have left out okay so there's as uh, you know there's a lot going on in pickaway county to reach us here at the winery you can go to our facebook page you can go to manchester hill um Com. We have Twitter, Instagram, all those good social media um, posts out there. We have live music every um, Saturday from seven to nine. Um, we're about to start up our food truck that we were that I was talking about. We are family friendly, dog friendly, um, and everything we'd like to have happen, um, weather permitting, outside. Um, we have a vineyard of seven hundred vines, so you can. Just simply give us a call too. Whenever answering the phone, this tells you, tells you that we're mom and pop. You're always going to get my husband um, or myself. <laughs> and our phone number is eight four five eight nine three eight seven two four. Um, and our events you can also find um, on Pickaway County's website, right, at the Visitors Bureau, Pickaway County Visitors Bureau, and you'll see all the wonderful events that are happening in Pickaway County with our Second Sunday Music Series um, and things that are profit and non-for-profit. So there's a lot of things happening, and they also have an app that you can download. And don't forget about the Pickaway County Fair um, that's happening in June, too, and there's a lot of kids' activities and rides and foods there and feel free to explore the park system, wonderful park system this summer and see all the things that you can do in Pickaway County. There's a lot of good resources out there, a lot of local business um, businesses that you can find too on going to the Chamber website, going to the Visitors Bureau website, and like I said, download that app and it's right at your fingertips to find what's going on in Pickaway County. Wonderful. And if people need a place to stay, they can stay here too. Yes, so they can stay here too. <laughs> you have a wonderful VRBO. I know it's Verbo, but I just, I can't say it. That right, way. right, right. Down, down. So, um, yeah, but we do have a wonderful um, VRBO, Verbo, here on the property. It comes with a complimentary wine tasting. It's a romantic getaway, and um, um, we love the people that come here, and they can walk in the, you know, walk in the vineyard. But anybody's welcome here to walk in our vineyard. You come to our property. Um, you're part of our community, and you're part of our family. So, so come and experience Come it. and experience. Yep. Please, have a glass of wine with me. Awesome. <laughs> I want to do that now. <laughs> we can do yeah. that. Cheers. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. Thank I you really for your time, it. and thank you um, for um, including me in this wonderful podcast. I think it's absolutely amazing what you're doing and being a woman entrepreneur and supporting other women and women who lead. Cheers to that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information on the towns we visit, go to mytowntravels.com. To learn how to be a guest on the show or to sponsor an episode, navigate to our podcast page where you can see more information on guests, listen to more episodes, and submit guest requests. 
It all starts at MyTownTravels.com.